and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw. I'm known as the Success Alchemist. You can find me at the successalchemist.net and the webalchemist.net on Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw the Success Alchemist, and on Twitter at Coach Jan Shaw. And today is the 23rd of January 2021, and the title of today's show is Where is Biden? Who's in charge and what is real? And of course, this week has been another monumental week. We've had the inauguration on the 20th on Wednesday, and it's thrown a lot of Trump supporters into complete disarray, into disbelief, into anger, into fear, into all sorts of emotions because. We were expecting that somehow, even if Biden was inaugurated, that these arrests would happen. And there's been some very interesting things unfolding this week that I want to share with you. There's another thing I want to bring into this. I didn't put it in the actual title, but it's who do we trust? What's real and what's disinformation? And this is always a tricky one to discern. But when things don't quite make sense, that's when you start to question, am I following somebody who actually has good information? Or are they trustworthy? Or are they just being fed incorrect information? You know, there's a lot of people that have jumped on the bandwagon of this movement and are getting lots of followers simply because they put information out and they're not necessarily giving the correct information. And this is why I think discernment is so important. And the reason I brought this up is because, you know, I've been passing information on the last few shows that have come from Simon Parks. And, you know, I've always thought Simon was a good source. I'm not sure I have anything concrete to contradict that other than a couple of things that really threw me this week. And one of them was that um, he and Charlie Ward were on a, a video and there were a couple of other people. I can't remember their names. This was... Uh, and... Previously, there had been a a section of an OAN video, One American News video, which was being shared around social media, and it was it seemed to have been spliced together, and it was implying that Biden had been arrested and would be held in custody until Friday, or words to that effect. And people were sharing this around thinking, oh, great, Biden's been arrested, blah, blah, blah. And it was really being questioned by a lot of people that, in fact, this had been um, fabricated. So when on this video of uh, Simon and Charlie Ward, when they were saying or referring to this, fabricated OAN report and saying, yes, Biden's been arrested, quite frankly, I was astonished because, 
you know, it there was a, a headline or whatever at the bottom of the screen referring to um, a, a different person being arrested and it was like they'd taken that uh, announcement about this other person and made it sound like it was Biden that was arrested. So that was one thing that kind of raised a red flag for me. And another thing is that on one of Simon's updates, he was saying that General Hyten, H-Y-T-E-N, was on Telegram and he was going to be the spoke, spokesperson to get news out to the people. Well, and said to follow this person. So, you know, I'm on Telegram, I went to follow. It was not long after that um, this account was flagged as a scam account and whoever was posting in it was saying we've we've created this new telegram account and the new account is called the great called great awakening and this purports to be sharing information um but a big red flag when well, I'll read you a, a recent post and it's saying we're setting up a website in order not to be censored on all social media. Uh, we have to spread the truth. If you want to help us with this, you have a link below. And it's a link to actually um, give donations through a PayPal account. And it's like if this is supposedly general heightened, there's no way he's going to be asking for funds to set up a website. So, you know, that again was something that you know, really raised a red flag for me. Why is he sending us over here? And as many people have said, um, an active military general would not be sharing intel on an open site like this relating to the plan. It just doesn't make sense. So the next thing, or the last thing that I just want to raise, is that uh, Simon was being interviewed by Doug Billings on the right side, and this was yesterday. He's he's given some information out, and I'll share what he's given in that interview, But and then I'll move on to the actual piece that made me kind of question the information that was being given. It just didn't seem to make sense to me. But before I do that, I just want to give some background to this because there's a lot of speculation about what is actually going on. And I just have to say that I'm really proud of being, you know, one of the Trump supporters who are good, in quotes, losers. You know, at the moment, Biden has been inaugurated and he, he well, I'll get to where is Biden in a second. He's supposedly in the White House signing all these executive orders, 17 incidentally, which is an interesting number. Um, but the thing I'm seeing so much, I mean, I've actually had great fun this week because there are so many memes being passed around by um, by Trump supporters on Facebook. And it's instead of acting like the Democrat supporters did when Trump was elected, where it was all, you know... Uh, riots and protests and everything else, the Trump supporters are responding with humour. 
and it's been so much fun because the the um, filming of the inauguration had um, a shot of Bernie Sanders sat in a chair with mittens on and a mask and a lot of clever people have created all these graphics where they've taken this um, image of Bernie Sanders and put them into all these different situations. And I've been sharing them on my on my Facebook timeline. So if you want to see some of them, uh, just look 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 up Jan Shaw. It's not my page, just my personal timeline. And it's just lightened the atmosphere this week. And I've had lots of fun, actually. I mean, I was hoping that this inauguration wouldn't happen, or if it did, it would be followed immediately by arresting all the people present. Um, As it is, it didn't happen that way. So, you know, I still say trust the plan. But the strange thing is what's been coming out from different sources including actually uh, Simon Ward and, and, sorry, Simon Parks and Charlie Ward, is that the inauguration was actually pre-recorded, or at least the latest thing that Simon said was that it was partly pre-recorded and partly live. And a lot of people have said, you know, the in the broadcast of the inauguration, the weather or the sky, the sky was blue, sunshine, didn't match what the weather was actually doing in DC on inauguration day. It was cloudy. It wasn't, there wasn't sun, certainly not a blue sky. So that raised a lot of eyebrows. And also it was this video of the inauguration. Um, Charlie Ward saw it, uh, I think seven hours earlier. He, He lives in Spain. So obviously he's ahead of our time zone. He said he'd got it earlier and it was being shown at different times in different places. And the other thing is that the inauguration, the swearing in, was actually done before 12 o'clock. It was um, around about 11.50 and the vice president, uh, Kamala Harris, was sworn in before Biden as so-called president which apparently is makes it invalid. It should be the, the, the president first, followed by the VP. So that was, uh, you know, raising questions with people as to if it was pre-recorded, what was it all about? Why was it pre-recorded? And then there were shots of um, taken supposedly from Biden's motorcade showing the National Guard soldiers lined up along the the route and many of them not all of them but many of them had their backs turned and none of them were saluting so there's this whole question about you know biden being inaugurated but not being accepted as a valid president the other thing uh simon parks predicted or raised as a possibility and I shared this last week was that he would Biden would be inaugurated and then he'd drive to the White House and not be allowed in and I thought that would be amusing well what I hadn't realized and I only saw this article this morning is 
that actually they were locked out of the White House. This is a Gateway Pundit article. It says, awkward, after inauguration, Bidens were locked out of White House. They fired Trump Butler and no one was there to open the doors. And this was actually published this morning. The clown show continues. The Daily Mail reported that the Bidens were locked out of the White House on inauguration day. President Trump's butler was fired hours before the inauguration and no one was there to open the door. The Daily Mail reported on another embarrassing gaffe at the Biden inauguration. No one showed up for the Biden's inauguration other than soldiers, media and politicians. This showed what millions believe Biden stole the 2020 election. The embarrassing day turned into more of a clown show as the Bidens approached the White House. Joe and Jill Biden walked through the gates and up to the front doors only to find the doors wouldn't open. This was reportedly because the incoming administration had fired President Trump's butler hours before and the butler was the one to greet guests to the White House. No one was there to open the doors. So how embarrassing to think these people inserted themselves as leaders of the free world. And the other thing that's been very interesting is that the white official White House YouTube channel has uploaded these videos of Biden doing various things since the inauguration, including the inauguration itself. And they've had to... Um, block comments. They've had to stop allowing comments because they were getting so many negative comments. And if you look at the um, number of likes and dislikes, the, the number of dislikes, they're thousands higher than the number of likes. So this is really showing the fact that if Biden was the most popular president that was elected with 80 million votes how come he hasn't got all these 80 million supporters all liking videos and so on and the other interesting thing was the Rasmussen poll which said that Trump had an approval rating of 51% as a so-called outgoing president and Biden had an approval rating of only 48% as the incoming president. So, you know, this is another um, really solid piece of evidence that the whole thing was fabricated. And of course, we know it was. The other thing that has been shared all over social media, on Facebook particularly, that's when I've been watching this week, is the question of where is Biden? Because... It's interesting that if you compare the uh, decoration, the decor and the colours and everything else, the wallpaper, the, the drapes or curtains, as we would say in the UK, even the, the carpet or the rug, the if you look at a shot of um, Trump in the White House and a shot of Biden when he was signing his uh, executive orders, the... The colour scheme, everything is different. And what's been suggested, and this relates to a cue drop that was put out quite some time ago, referring to Castle Rock, um, it appears to be the set of the White House that's been used in movies, like The American President and others, 
by Castle Rock Productions. So this begs the question, is Biden actually in the White House or is he on a movie set in California that is just making it look as though he's in the White House while maybe the the uh, the, the alliance, the military, whatever, are cleaning up all the, the, the traitors who, you know, have brought about this invalid, fraudulent inauguration. I think we'll have to wait and see. But I'd just like to go back to what Simon Parks was talking about on yesterday's interview. And he's saying that there are now two governments. There's a Biden government and a, and a military government. And that this smooth transition of power that Trump was talking about in his farewell speeches was was referring not to Biden. And, of course, he never mentioned the Biden-Harris administration in his uh, addresses to the nation. He only referred to an incoming administration. So it is believed that um, Biden is in the D.C. White House, and I'll elaborate on that in a moment, um, but that Trump actually signed over the government to the military, which is constitutional in in the face of a fraudulent election. And interestingly, Biden's team were refused information on the F-35 fighter jets and were told, you don't need to know. Um, he's all Biden is also not allowed, according to Simon, to set foot in the Pentagon and is because he's not recognized as the president. There's also um, word that he hasn't got the uh, the nuclear launch codes that the military are in possession of those or even potentially that Trump still has them. I'm not sure which of those is accurate. But Simon does say that Trump is still signing executive orders and passing them to the military and that he is still commander in chief. The mainstream media announced that Biden wrote and signed 14 executive orders. It was actually 14 on the 21st, but he did actually sign three on the 20th on the on inauguration day. So that brings the the total to the 17 that I mentioned earlier. Apparently, according to Simon, he either hasn't signed them or they haven't left his desk. Now, if you watch this signing of the executive orders, you'll see that it looks like he's signing in the middle of the page and the page actually looks blank. It doesn't look like it's a, an official executive order. Somebody on social media, I can't remember who it was, was also saying, shouldn't there be a seal on there? Um, and it was a really strange, strange thing to watch. So the question is, are the executive orders real or is this just, you know, more of the movie playing out? One thing that Simon did say is that Biden can only sign executive orders relating to non-military orders because he's not technically commander-in-chief of the military. Now, the odd thing, though, is if he has no say over the military, 
This is something that doesn't make sense to me. How has he been able to order all these troops into Syria? Um, that doesn't make sense to me. So there are things that aren't quite adding up here. The other thing that I wanted to refer to in terms of is Simon giving us true information was when he was talking about this, well, it's actually raised by Doug Billings, when he was asking about this supposed studio set and was Biden already arrested? And so he was being made to play out this role in California on this this movie set. And the thing that, that I wasn't sure about in the way that Simon responded to this question was he said that Hillary Clinton was charged in 2016, but she was still allowed to campaign. So it was like, you know, she was actually charged, but was putting on this illusion that she was still free. And it, I wasn't sure if Simon then said that it could have been the deep state that had made Biden film this in in this movie set, or if he was referring to Biden being under control of the White Hats and being made to film, you know, do put out this sham uh, representation of him as president in the White House. It was it was very confusing. So I'm not quite sure what his Simon's explanation was on that score. Um, he did go on to say that world leaders will snub him. Canada won't like him because of uh, cancelling the Keystone Pipeline. So it's still unclear whether Biden has been arrested or he hasn't been arrested. Um, the reason that I question all of this is because in a previous update earlier this week, after the inauguration, Simon was explaining why the arrest didn't happen on Inauguration Day. And he was saying that the White Hats had either discovered or been told that there was a dirty bomb, some kind of nuclear device, that would be set off in the event that the White Hats either tried or went ahead with arresting all these deep state traitors. And that was that was why the military called off this operation and that it's not that they've given up completely, but it would happen at a later date, although they'd really missed the opportunity of having all these people together in the same place. So if that's the case, then Biden hasn't been arrested so what is the what is the purpose of Biden appearing in this mock up of the White House? And of course we do know that Biden is not the original Biden. He looks like a, a body double or a clone. He doesn't look the same as how Joe Biden appears in, you know, previous photos, videos and so on. So 
I think what I'm saying here is it's all quite confusing. <laughs> but there are definite signs that all is not what it appears to be. And, and to me, that is a great encouragement to people that think the world's come to an end because, you know, Trump's not back in the White House and Biden apparently is is in inaugurated as president it's really encouraging to think there is a lot more to this than meets the eye and i always say you know read between the lines you know dig deeper look beyond the obvious because there's something going on here and it isn't a normal inauguration or the you know the uh, assumption of the presidential role just a couple more points that simon made in this interview the white house in quotes, is now in Mar-a-Lago, uh, implying that uh, Trump is still technically president. Uh, the wall is under the control of the military, so his executive order to stop the building of the wall perhaps is invalid. That's Biden's, by the way. And the other thing that has happened this week is that some of Trump's bank accounts have been closed. Um I think Simon was implying that they've been leaned on by the deep state, as in the banks, to close his accounts. Um, and of course, this week, there was the continuation of this whole impeachment farce against Trump. And it's a real vendetta against him. So the question is, why are they so desperate to conduct this vendetta against Trump. Now, you know, he's out of office, supposedly. He's now a private citizen. But he's obviously still such a great threat to them that they have to try and destroy him completely. And we did hear, of course, that uh, there had been another assassination attempt on him a couple of Saturdays ago. So... Really what it says is the deep state does not feel that it's in control and that he is still a major threat to them. And of course, you know, this this election was fraudulent. So they're trying, using any means possible, to continue this invalid presidency. And in fact, as a consequence as well, the fact that the... Republicans lost the majority in the Senate, which were, again, due to fraudulent voting systems and so on, and didn't regain the House as they probably would have if the voting had been accurate. And just the last couple of things that Simon was saying is that the military told Trump to take vaca vacation in other words, we've got this. You can go and <laughs> recover and recuperate. Uh, and he also said there's a move to decertify votes in three states. So the investigation into the voter fraud, election fraud and so on is still continuing. And it can be done, decertifying can be done even after a president has been inaugurated. So we're seeing continuing uh, efforts to prove this was an, uh, a stolen election. Just on another subject, the Antifa.com website, which used to redirect to 
Joe Biden's website, his campaign website, now redirects to whitehouse.gov. So, you know, I'm thinking this in some ways, as Q has said many times, we are watching a movie, but sometimes I'm wondering whether it's a suspense thriller or whether it's actually a comedy because there are things that are happening that are just farcical, really. It's uh, beyond belief. You know, the other thing about the inauguration, which people have pointed out, is that the clothes that the women were wearing, Biden's wife and, and Kamala Harris and other people, were reminiscent of The Handmaiden's Tale. And also there was some reference to the Hunger Games as well, as if it's referencing it's more clues as to what is really happening. Now, I'm not familiar with either of those. I haven't seen the Hunger Games movie. I don't know about The Handmaiden. So I haven't gone into what the significance of that is. But this thing is, is really like we're watching a movie. And I think the fact that we've got that movie set is really underscoring that. Now, I don't know whether this explanation for the arrest not happening on Inauguration Day is correct or not, you know, about there being a bomb threat, or if this is being allowed to still play out to expose more people that are not loyal to Trump. Because, you know, we've seen more of the Republican Party come out against Trump there are more people showing their hand. So maybe they feel that this operation to really expose all the swamp rats is still still needs to be ongoing just because they still need to be absolutely sure that they're going to get everybody. Now, I just want to go back to these executive orders that Biden has signed. And Gateway Pundit has got an article that was published today again. Biden follows radical agenda in first 72 hours. Joe Biden isn't a moderate. Just 72 hours into being president, Biden has proven his entire campaign was a lie. Here is what he's done. And this is a Charlie Kirk tweet. In less than 72 hours, Joe Biden killed 70,000 plus jobs. And that was related to the Keystone XL pipeline, I think. Eliminated women's sports. That's by signing this executive order that lets transgender men uh, compete in women's uh, sports. Invaded Syria. Left the National Guard to freeze in a garage. Admitted he doesn't have a plan to fight COVID. Broke his own mask mandate. Executive order. Ended US energy independence. Do you miss Trump yet? And then a second tweet by Charlie Kirk. Joe Biden promised a governor as a moderate. On day one, he signed executive orders letting biological men take over women's sports and locker rooms, calling for amnesty for millions of illegals, ending deportations, killing thousands of good-paying jobs. Is anyone surprised? He signed an executive order mandating that illegals be counted in the census. Newsmax reports President Joe Biden has ordered the Commerce Department to include illegal immigrants in the U.S. census count for the apportionment of members 
to the House of Representatives, reversing the Trump administration policy which critics failed to halt by court action. The Secretary of Commerce shall report the tabulation of total population by state that reflects the whole number of persons whose usual residence was in each state as of the de designated census date in Section 141A of Title 13 United States Code without regard to immigration status. The executive order signed Wednesday reads in part... A lot of Americans are missing President Trump right now. And in another Gateway Pundit article, this again was this morning, in text messages, Biden voters already regret their vote. Biden voters are realising they have been conned. Text message conversations shared on Twitter show their feelings of betrayal. From Mike Cernovich. In a group text with some Biden voters, I bet a form of this convo is playing out all over the country tonight. And this tweet shows screenshots of these um, conversations. Biden order lets people who quit jobs where they thought they might catch coronavirus too. And it's just an extract of what is a Fox Business article. Um, and a response is... WTF is happening, like ruin the economy on purpose. What the F? Where the F is Trump when you need him? And the next screenshot. Ha ha, congratulations on getting what you voted for. Uh, then followed by Cernovich tweet. This whole blaming everything bad that happens on Biden voters feels great. Now I know how the resistance got hooked. And the response to that is, but, but, character mat matters, F-U-C-K. Uh, respond to that, I'm taking a nap, no more people asking me to explain whatever dumb F-U-C-K thing the orange man did. I am so at peace. And the conversation continues. Um, <clears throat> and then Twitter user Kristen, there's a screenshot um, of her tweet so it begins and then within the tweet uh, there's again a screen screenshot of a conversation Jeremy just called and yelled at me he said everyone on the job site are freaking out thinking they're going to lose their jobs he's blaming me for voting for Biden you know I hated the way Trump acted is it true that Jeremy could lose his job and apparently this is from a friend of Kristen's and she, Kristen responds. OK, first, I'm sorry, Jeremy is more than likely losing his job without the pipeline and fracking. Biden just destroyed the oil industry, which will domino into many other industries in America. And we will be paying foreign countries for oil again. So it's about to get really expensive. This is just flat out common sense. I'm going to be honest with you, though. You voted for this. I didn't. And neither did Jen Jeremy. But we will be suffering. I'm so sick of the Trump is mean BS. The man built a great economy, but your hurt feelings got in the way of you researching the truth. You let Don Lamont and Anderson Cooper lie to you every damn night into some unicorn utopia of complete garbage. 
I do have some good news for you. You now get to pick your pronoun pronouns on the White House website. So maybe after choosing your correct pronouns, you can ask Biden how you are going to put food on your table. I'm also keeping my fingers crossed that Apple will soon release Biden-Harris iTunes playlist because that will keep you warm at night. I always knew that people would regret voting for, and I can't see the, the end of the message, I think, obviously, for Biden. And the article continues, stunning and sad. These voters were promised a moderate pre president. They were promised a president who would be nice. They are now realising it was all one big lie. And there's a repeat of the Charlie Kirk tweet that I read in the previous article talking about these executive orders. Now, I just want to share with you, a, uh, this is actually a screenshot that's been shared around social media of, you know, what is actually unfolding here. I don't know the source of it, um, so I cannot validate this at all, but it's, it's a very interesting hypothesis, shall we say. Like many of you, I'm in shock by today's inauguration, I think he means, or he or she, because it's missed out the word. And then I realised why it had to happen and that Q told us it would happen and why this needed to happen. Q did tell us that a scare event would be needed. Well, are you scared yet? Number one, Q posts 4821 and 4822 from October 7th, 2020, told us about Biden being sworn in and would the countries he took bribes from then be in control of the government? Important point I will be coming back to. Number two, Biden had to take a private jet to Washington, D.C. and was not sent a government plane. This was the first time in history this has happened. Again, I will get back to it. Number three, many of us assumed when Trump and those in his administration were referring to the next administration, it meant the military. We expected him to step down, to remain neutral, as Q said, while all this went down. Trump did say that the next administration would take over at noon today. Like many, I thought this was over when Biden was sworn in as he now became the commander-in-chief. Boy, was I wrong. Because of the fraud, as pointed out, if the military has the proof of it, then they have a duty under military code to remove the false government and restore a new legal civilian government under military code. 11.3, which triggered when Biden was sworn in today. Q number 26, when 11.3 verifies as first marker. Incidentally, just as an aside, uh, I meant to mention that a lot of people noticed that when Biden was sworn in, it wasn't the full um, swearing-in statement. It missed out uh protect against enemies foreign and domestic i believe so that's perhaps another reason that this swearing in process the inauguration was invalid okay so carrying on with this um dialogue or this hypothesis there was a fear in the mccarthy era that the communists could take over our government so provisions were put in place for the military to protect us should that happen these provisions allow the military to take control while they remove the belligerent government and restore a legal civilian government, 
with the military running the elections to do that. Literally, the military was put in place as the last line of defence of the Constitution should an illegal government be installed. This is why they didn't send a government plane for the president-elect, because they know he is not a legitimate president, and once he was sworn in, the government became illegitimate, in brackets, belligerent, and the military is now responsible for restoring legitimate civilian government, otherwise foreign powers will gain control, see number one above. Q said the end wouldn't be for everybody. We have been told by Trump. Flynn and others that America would soon get a lesson in the Constitution. Well, folks, effective at noon today, when Biden illegally swore in with assistance of foreign nations, he just made the government illegitimate and effectively put the military in control. So while, like many, I thought it was over when Biden was sworn in today, I realised Q told us it needed to happen for the military to assume control without it being a military coup. Q said it all had to be done by the book. And there are people who are saying that, in fact, I think Simon was saying this in yesterday's interview, that people attending the inauguration, like Obama and and others, were not exactly looking very happy. Um, So maybe... They knew this was all being staged. Maybe this was a complete staging of this, done with the knowledge of the people who had been forced to play a part because they've already been arrested and are doing this under duress to continue this illusion. Um, Hopefully, we'll actually find out at some point. The other thing that's being said is that The reason that these troops were put in place around the capital is that because the United States has been a corporation, the D.C. area, which is independent of the rest of America, is in effect foreign territory because it was established when in 1871, when the corporation was established. And, you know, you can do your own research on this. Um. It was funded, basically, the United States was bankrupt, in effect, because it was after the Civil War. And the Vatican loaned the United States a sum of money, I don't know what that sum was, that basically made the US a corporation and under the control of the Vatican and the City of London, which are the other two arms of the cabal organisation. So Biden, in effect, has been sworn in as a president of the corporation and it's believed that uh, Trump will be sworn in as the 19th president of the true republic. So there's all sorts of things involved in this whole movie playing out. And uh, it is actually a privilege to be here <laughs> and observing all this play out. You know, it's, it's, it's historic, as I've said before. And of course, it's also biblical because it's this massive battle between dark and light and the light has to win. 
So what else has been going on this week? Well, of course, there's the continuing farce of the Trump impeachment, even though the evidence has come out to show that this was the um, the invasion of the Capitol on the 6th of January had nothing to do with Trump or his speech. Uh, but they're still pressing on with this incitement of insurrection. And there's a lot out there mocking Chuck Schumer because on a speech, in a speech about Trump's impeachment, he said um, he would be, he was inciting an erection instead of insurrection. So there's been a lot of fun being had with that on social media by the Trump supporters. So the articles of impeachment are going to be delivered to the House, from the House to the Senate on Monday, apparently. But the actual impeachment trial has been um, put off until February the 8th to allow Trump to mount his defence. Isn't that sweet of them? And then the other thing is that this week we've also had articles of impeachment submitted against Biden. Gateway pundit again, uh, breaking GOP lawmaker Marjorie Taylor Greene introduces articles of impeachment on President Joe Biden. This was on the 21st and, and this new lawmaker, Marjorie Taylor Greene, had said before the inauguration that she would submit articles of impeachment on the day after the inauguration and she followed through. So this is what the article says. Freshman Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene filed articles of impeachment on President Joe Biden on Thursday. She made the announcement on Twitter this afternoon. Representative Greene promised to file charges against the corrupt Democrat last week. Today she fulfilled that commitment. And then there's a short video of her, and this is on Twitter, uh, talking about how she's just filed articles of impeachment. It's time to remove Joe Biden as president. Here are Representative Green's detailed charges against corrupt President Joe Biden. Representative Green focused on Joe Biden's pay-for-play scheme that was caught on video where he threatened Ukrainian leaders in order to protect his son, Hunter Biden. Now, I know you're probably familiar with this, but I'm just going to read this because it really lays out in one place all the reasons why President Joe Biden or illegitimate President Joe Biden should be removed. For immediate release, January 21st, 2021, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene introduces articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden. Washington, D.C., Today, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene introduced articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden for his corrupt actions involving his quid pro quo in Ukraine and his abuse of power by allowing his son, Hunter Biden, to siphon off cash from America's greatest enemies, Russia and China. Congresswoman Greene released the following statement. President Joe Biden is unfit to hold the office of the presidency. His pattern of abuse of power as President Obama's vice president is lengthy and disturbing. President Biden has demonstrated that he will do whatever it takes to bail out his son Hunter and line his family's pockets with cash from corrupt foreign energy companies. President Biden is even on tape admitting to a quid pro quo with the Ukrainian government, threatening to withhold a million, $1 billion dollars 
in foreign aid if they did not do his bidding. President Biden residing in the White House is a threat to national security and he must be immediately impeached. The case against President Joe Biden is vast and detailed. Joe Biden abused the power of the office of the vice president, enabling bribery and other high crimes and misdemeanors by allowing his son to influence the domestic policy of a foreign nation and accept various benefits, including financial compensation from foreign nationals in exchange for certain favors. The evidence of widespread knowledge, corruption and collusion on behalf of the Biden family with foreign nationals is clear and compelling. As Vice President, Joe Biden was the senior Obama administration official overseeing anti-corruption efforts in Ukraine. Hence, any illegal activity involving corruption conducted by Hunter Biden within or in relation to Ukraine would fall under the purview of the office of Vice President and the Obama State Department's anti-corruption efforts. In fact, many State Department officials within the Obama administration repeatedly registered reservations about Hunter Biden's role on the board of a corrupt company. Thus, any instances of corruption on behalf of Hunter Biden via his role as a board member of the Ukrainian-operated Burisma energy firm were intentionally not investigated or covered up. In 2016, Ukraine's top anti-corruption prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, had an active and ongoing investigation into Burisma and its owner, Mikola Zyachevsky. At the time, Hunter Biden continued to serve on Burisma's board of directors. According to news reports, then-Vice President Biden threatened to withhold $1 billion in United States loan guarantees if Ukraine's leaders did not dismiss Shokin. After that, Ukraine's parliament fired Shokin. During his father's vice presidency, Hunter Biden built many business relationships with foreign nationals and received millions of dollars from foreign sources, seemingly in exchange for access to his father. The financial transactions which Hunter engaged in illustrate serious counterintelligence and extortion concerns relating to Hunter Biden and his family. President Biden gravely endangered the security of the United States and its institutions of government. Through blatant nepotism, he enabled his son to influence foreign policy and financially benefit as a real result of his role as vice president. He supported his son engaging in collusion with Chinese Communist Party-linked officials. He allowed his son to trade appointments with his father and other high-ranking administration officials in exchange for financial compensation. He permitted his son to take money from Russian oligarchs, including Elena Baturina, the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. And then there's a, uh, a screenshot of the tweet from Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, my statement on introducing articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden. And that's basically the um, the document that I've just read to you. Now, one of the things that Simon had said on that interview with Doug Billings yesterday, he was talking about whether the GOP would actually survive what has been happening, uh, because we've seen so many of the rhinos, Republicans in name only, come out and basically accuse, like the Democrats have, 
accused Trump of being responsible for what happened at the Capitol on January the 6th, which we know is is blatantly uh, untrue. Um, There is talk about a a new party being set up, uh, like the Patriot Party, Um, And the question is, would that then actually open the door for Democrats to get in if it was splitting the vote between the Republican Party and the Patriot Party? We'll have to see. But here's an example of people turning against Trump. And that's why I was saying earlier that perhaps there's still more exposure of people that needs to come out so that Trump knows exactly who's with him and and who is against him. And again, this is Gateway Pundit. Republicans are better than that. That's a quote. GOP minority leader Kevin McCarthy blames Trump for DC rioting earlier in the week, then calls Representative Marjorie Greene to disagree with her on Biden impeachment. This was again published this morning. With friends like Kevin McCarthy and the GOP elites, who needs enemies? GOP minority leader Kevin McCarthy told House members on Wednesday that President Trump bears responsibility for the Capitol riots on January 6th. And just as an aside, (coughs) he's doing what Mitch McConnell has done in the Senate, basically saying the president was President Trump was responsible, which is, again, untrue. McCarthy should be asked to explain his words, the article continues. After President Trump asked for a peaceful march to the US Capitol, how does that make him culpable for the ensuing riots? The Democrats just stole a landslide victory from President Trump. They are quickly moving to silence all of their opposition online and in the public sphere. But the leaders of the GOP think it is best to attack President Trump. On Friday, Representative Kevin McCarthy told Greta von Susteren he called freshman Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and told her he disagreed with her efforts to impeach Joe Biden. McCarthy also spoke out about efforts to move impeachment articles against newly inaugurated President Biden. The Californian Republican revealed he spoke to freshman Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and told her that he disagreed with her actions. The Daily Mail reported, however, he added that she had the right to pursue impeachment if she wished. I called her. I disagree with that. That's exactly what the Democrats did with President Trump and why we disagreed with when they wanted to come after him for purely political reasons, McCarthy said. I think Republicans are better than that, that this is one of the arguments we used against the Democrats, and I don't think we should use it either. She has a right to, as an elected member of Congress, to submit those, he added. I just don't think the timing and the case is right at this time, in this moment. So what we're basically seeing is, you know, these people are seeing the Democrats in power, they're seeing Biden in power, So they're switching sides. And, you know, we know that the swamp is not one side or another. It's in both parties. And this is being even more exposed as we're seeing this play out. And, of course, the difference between the politically motivated impeachment of Trump and the 
impeachment of Biden is that there are actual grounds to impeach Biden because, you know, that was all laid out in the impeachment articles in terms of the corruption. And Biden, Joe Biden, is actually under criminal investigation, I think has been indicted in Ukraine for what he did in relation to Shokin and and all the things that are included in these articles. So this is not political. This is actually does have legal standing, in my opinion. Of course, I'm not a, a legal expert, but, uh, you know, this this reaction by McCarthy is just showing his true colours, shall we say. So I'm going to leave it at that for this week, but I just want to finish by saying please don't lose faith that, that we have this, that the the military have this, that Trump has this, that the alliance have this, and that it is going to work out the way we want it to. And there is actually an article, I'm, I don't have time to read it, but it's basically saying that um, troops are going to be kept in D.C. Thousands of National Guard troops asked to remain in D.C. until mid-March. That's, again, a Gateway Pundit article. And that links up very nicely with what is thought to be an inauguration day for Trump as the 19th president of the republic. Because originally, presidents were inaugurated on March the 4th, I believe. And that was only changed uh, when FDR was president and it was made January 20th. So that kind of ties in very nicely with what we think is going to happen, that Trump will be inaugurated as the president of the true republic. The Biden presidency will be um, completely invalidated. And in fact, by going through the inauguration ceremony, it was the final act of treason, knowingly, um, fraudulently, stealing an election so and I think that's why there were long faces because they actually knew what was what was going on and perhaps had already been um, arrested for that so keep the faith because you know we need to keep our focus on this working out the way that we want it to we have to win it's win or die basically because you know we've got this threat of Trump supporters being rounded up, re-educated, put into FEMA camps and I wouldn't put it past them because their ultimate agenda is to create a dictatorship basically, you know, under the one world government. So, as I say, keep the faith. I'll keep on keeping you up to date every week. So I hope you've enjoyed this week. I hope you'll join me for another Cosmic Creating show next week. And just as a reminder, you can find me at the successalchemist.net and the webalchemist.net. And thank you to Nancy for producing and for giving me the opportunity to be on the Cosmic Re Reality Radio Network. And as I say, keep the faith, trust the plan, stay safe, be well, and bye for now. You have been listening to the Cosmic Creating Radio Show with Jan Shaw. 
a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Live long and prosper. 